Hello and welcome to another episode of That's a Random, a Random Movie Podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, Chrissy, a.k.a. Horror Kitty, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> that Horror Witch, host of That yep. Horror Witch Podcast, which I enjoy and you should all go listen to. How are you? Thank you. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it got kind of confusing, so I changed everything with Slasher and Instagram and everything, so now it's that Horror Witch. Oh, so no more, forget I said Horror Kitty at all. <laughs> Same thing. The artist formerly known as Horror Kitty. <laughs> sure. Uh, and our my movie this episode is the OG Stepford Wives from 1975. Not that weird comedy with Nicole Kidman, which yeah. missed, I feel like, missed the point of this movie entirely. Yeah. And really makes it clear, like, they're full-on, like, robots in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah with sparks flying out like fembot shit which is not really what this is but no yeah uh, we'll get into a lot all that. more subtle <laughs> yeah well the question even well, we'll get to it but all right <laughs> it is based on a book by ira levin who also wrote rosemary's baby which i think people uh. forget sometimes that the same guy came up with that hmm. and the screenplay is by perhaps one of the greatest screenwriters who ever lived, William Goldman, who wrote All the President's Men and Marathon Man, but casting the Sundance Kid, and most importantly to myself, The Princess Bride. So, just so it's no wonder that this movie is great. Yes? Yes. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I did not know that it was from the same writer as Rosemary's Baby, and that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They have some similar. It's shocking that it's not written by a woman. <laughs> like, yeah. For the early 70s, well, for a man to come up with this stuff is is, is interesting. Well, I, I kind of could tell that it was written by a man just from some of the attitudes of the men in it. And I was like, mm. And then some of the misconceptions about feminism, I was like, so who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I get a, I get a lot of mostly bad movies that no one's ever heard of on this show and so it's nice to get a movie that kind of everyone has heard of even if they haven't seen it they know right. what this is yeah. even if they don't know the details of it no and also is is very good i think i think the script is really good i mean the direct and the directions whatever mid-70s very you know it's yeah. not terribly stylish or anything but it's written so well the character the dialogue and stuff is i mean it probably feels a little dated maybe but that's but i enjoyed it, it. Yeah, so I, this was my first viewing of it, and of course I knew about it, it's in, you know, pop culture references here and there, and 
the first time I've ever seen like an actual clip of it was, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they used to have when Bravo was actually decent, had decent shows on there. <laughs> they had this special around Halloween that was scariest movie moments. And they had the scene, well, a certain scene I'm sure you're going to get to, but that was my introduction to it. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So I, 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 I was aware of that. And that was as far as I went with it. Now I'm wondering which scene you're talking about. The very, very end? or, or the, the very end. Or the kitchen scene, okay. The kitchen scene, okay. specifically. That's, yep. Yeah, well, interesting. That's going to be the uh, clip that I put at the beginning of the episode. So that must really oh. that must really jump out at everybody as like the creepiest thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the movie opens with the, the Everett, Hart, Everett Hart family. They are, they're all packed up. They're leaving their New York City high-rise behind to move out of the city to stepford which I'm, I'm guessing is upstate new york sure sort of a small you know what they call bedroom community i guess hmm. lots of wealthy white people <laughs> <laughs> who all work at like all the businesses sort of surrounding the town are like this aerospace places and a chemistry place and a mm. like real high tech it's like the, the bleeding edge like the tech sector science stuff which makes sense and comes into play. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have the husband, Walter, and our main character, Joanna, who's played by Catherine Ross. And they're two little girls who... The kids are kind of an afterthought in this movie, yeah. I feel like. They're kind of yeah. I mean, they're around. They're there. But they don't and... really factor into the plot a lot. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, kind of an interesting take, too. Yeah. And the youngest daughter, I don't know if you noticed this... You can only really see her face really good in the scene where she's like, oh, my teddy bear's going to cry all night because he's not used to our new house or whatever. But it's little baby Mary Stuart Masterson, who from Benny and June and Fried Green Tomatoes, when she's like, I don't know what, four or five years old? But she has, it's it's her face for sure. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I was wondering why she looks so familiar. (laughs) Why? Yeah, you can go back and look. It's definitely when you see her face and you're like, wait a second. (laughs) Yeah. I know that face. (laughs) Uh, but as they're rolling out of town we get and this is a good bit of like i said a good bit of screenwriting because you get mm-hmm. a couple you're relaying a lot with something very simple they're driving out and she's like, hey stop the car a second because there's a guy in the street who's like carrying a naked mannequin uh. down the street for whatever reason and she gets out and takes starts taking pictures of it with her fancy camera and so mm-hmm. this is relaying two things one she's a photographer uh-huh. and two it's like huge symbolism you know it's like a man yep. with like basically a dress-up doll that he gets to carry around basically you know? so it's, yeah there's a lot of heavy lifting happening in such a simple little yep. moment and they drive they, you know they drive 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 to step further new town see their new house it seems like she has not even seen the house before no when they roll up she's kind of like oh here's our new house which makes sense because they actually have an argument later where we learn that he kind of just went and got this house without really... He's like, yeah. we're moving yeah. here, and I got this house, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of consultation with her about it. No. Which is the first kind of... I'm torn, because a lot of their relationship in this movie seems really genuine and sweet and well-written. Mm. They seem to have a good chemistry and good vibe about them. But you also don't know a question that I have coming out of the movie is, how much did he know mm. and when did he know it? You know, did he know when they moved there what the deal with this town was? I think he might have. But also, I I didn't get that same vibe from them. I got that he was 
quite frankly, an asshole when uh, they were first loading into the car and he he was getting kind of snarky with her and all that. Like, I forget what he said, but he was like pretty yeah. condescending in the car. And I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> like, so we're, we're going with that off the bat. All right, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That. So that's what I got. And I kind of, it kind of gave me like a Jack Torrance vibe. So I'm like, mm. I don't trust this guy. Sure. I'm going to keep an eye on him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, first off, he is, like most of the guys in this town, not in this woman's league. No, like, she is not at all. miles better looking than he is. He's like a balding oh, yeah. kind of fish-lipped, I don't know. He's yeah. not like hideous, but he's just like, you know, he's probably got a good, I don't know how much older he is than her, but. Yeah. So uh, he should just count himself lucky. <laughs> right. You know? That they're even in the same room together. <laughs> But there is a lot of, I don't know, but there are a lot of moments as we see, they do have their little disagreements, their little arguments, but they also have these yeah. kind of sweet little moments where like when they first moved in and he's by the fire, like just they're kind of, they have like a playful kind of, that never seems antagonistic where he's mm. like, okay, he's like, I'm standing here in front of this fire. I got a warm fire on my ass. Have you ever had sex in front of a real log fireplace? And she goes, not with you. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was really funny. Like it's kind of cute. And like, yeah. And there's a yeah, scene. Yeah. Like towards... he's trying to lighten the mood. And there's a scene later on where, like, he's, when she's going to take the dog for a walk, and he's kind of engrossed in the legal papers he's looking at, because he's a lawyer. Yeah. And he's kind of not really hearing what she's saying, because he's busy doing what he's doing, but she still comes over, and she mm -hmm. leans down, and she kisses his forehead, and she says, I'm very fond of you, which I thought was the yeah. sweetest, like, I don't know, I just found that really sweet. And he says, I'm fond of you, too, as she walks away. So there's yeah. moments where it seems like, okay, I get it. Like, they have, like... A cool relationship but then there's moments where you're like wait dude you just went and bought a house without talking to her about right. it like, that's so... it's kind of a big deal <laughs> but it all but it plays up on the themes of the movie of like because mm -hmm. this is like just after sort of women's lib and gloria steinem and burning bras and ms magazine and all this stuff yep. and but there's still that lingering pull and draw on society to domesticity and just you know yes the, it's the housewives versus the the liberated women you know as if it's two factions at worlds. war you know yeah and that's yeah. kind of what the movie's all about right so the lady across the street carol van sant brings a casserole over like you do to your new mm -hmm. neighbors yeah and she's got, I mean, she, she's always wearing, like, a house dress. Like, a really, like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And right off the bat, yeah, so, something's off about her. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy, but you're like, I don't know why she's dressed like, like that. Mm, <laughs> Bring a casserole yeah. over. That's odd. Yeah. <laughs> but. And she's kind of got, like, almost, like, in a daze kind of a look on her face. You know? Like, not really all there. Yeah. And for me, the outfit's kind of screamed a little house on the prairie. So. Her, hers especially me. is very kind of yeah. dowdy and like yeah you would think these guys if they're fashioning their dream wife would want them dressing like halloween slut nurses all the time <laughs> you know what I mean? like, right but right. i guess not as well, you do this guy, i guess this guy's <laughs> classy or something but i guess i guess <laughs> and then walter this is and this is the first sign where i start to go okay does does walter know what he signed up for immediately because mm. he's out walking the dog. Carol's husband, Ted, is getting is dropping something in the mailbox across the street. And he says yeah. to Ted, she looks as good as she cooks, huh, Ted? Which is a weird thing to say to a guy you just met. Yeah. <laughs> About his yeah, wife. Yeah, like, right. Like. <laughs> Which makes. And he didn't really even, he, re he really didn't even say anything to him. I'm like, so you're just gonna, okay. All right, then. <laughs> 
Which makes me I was think that uh, makes me feel like Walt knew all along what was going on, and he's commenting to uh. his head like, "Wow, they did, like they did a good job on this one." Like, <laughs> you know, I hope uh. mine turns out as good as yours did. Yeah. Maybe it's just a conversation, <laughs> but it's a weird conversation to have with somebody that you don't know really things. well. Right. He could have just been like, oh, hey, your wife's a great cook. I really appreciated that. You could have just left it at that, buddy. Not like the whole thing to make it way more awkward. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's that, you know, that stupid boys will be boys locker room talk shit that we had to hear maybe. about so much more a couple years ago. But yeah, the time frame is a little, it's, it's hard to say, but the next day or whenever, right. a couple days when they're done with the casserole, Joanna goes to take the casserole back across the street and sees Carol, like, out doing some yard work in that same house dress, like, not wearing, like, gardening clothes, just house dress, but, like, no. with a garden hat and gloves on. And Ted comes up behind her and just, like, full-on just, like, grabs her boobs and they start kind of, not really making yeah. out, but, like, and she's like, okay, I'm going to go in the house now so we can have sex. I'm done with my gardening. No conversation. Yeah. No. And Joanna's kind of like, wow, that's wild, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which, they're a married couple. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's fine if that's, hey. you know? So it's not, yeah. it's not like they were having sex on the lawn in front of everybody, but no, it strikes her as like, well, okay, wow, they still get, they still get onto it. <laughs> they still get frisky yeah. at a moment's notice. That's <laughs> kind of cool, I guess. So yeah. she's taken aback by it a little bit. And there's a conversation between Walter and Joanna where, again, we see him just kind of not really discussing things with her well this is when the house thing comes up because he's like so there's this association you know like the the men at work you know have invited me to this thing i might sounds like i might get in that's kind of cool what do you think of that well the only thing is and i don't agree with he says i don't agree with this i don't like it and then hopefully it's going to change soon it's no women allowed it's men only it's like a men's association and she's like i don't know why you're asking me when i can tell you've already joined <laughs> like, yeah. don't bullshit me like i know your face well yeah. enough to know that like so i don't know why you're asking me for what i what i think or my permission when i can tell it's too late like you know and you did the same mm-hmm. thing with the house and us moving here and because she, she didn't want to leave new york like she's an aspiring up-and-coming you know she wants to get her art her photographs in a gallery and stuff and that's not going to happen here so yeah so they're at the grocery store and there's a fender bender in the parking lot mm-hmm. and the bag boy's super <laughs> crazy apologetic first off yeah. he should not be in charge of directing traffic in the first place no because <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay it's safe for you to back out and it wasn't because two cars are backing out no. at once but then to like to the crowd of people gathered he's like i'm sorry it wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault. Like, it wasn't me no one thought it was your fault dude like <laughs> right. what, what do you know that you're like scared of he was just... And they don't get into it. He got it. on my nerves with that. <laughs> he really did. He was like, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And I'm like, all right, dude, we got you. <laughs> like, it's okay. It happens. Like, you need to calm down. <laughs> but because we don't get into more detail on it or why that happened, why he was that way, it makes you wonder, like, is this something that all the men in town, whether they have a wife or not, know about? And he's yeah. now worried because, oh, shit, I, I damaged the merchandise. Like, you know what I mean? Why is he so yeah. concerned about it? Or is he just, like, a super nice boy who's like, <laughs> oh, no, someone got hurt. I'm, you know, I shouldn't have been maybe telling them when to drive at all. So. Yeah. But it, but it's Carol, the neighbor. And it's just, it's nothing. It's like a nothing fender bender. The car's just bending each other. Yeah. yeah. But she's super, like, dazed and kind of out of it. And yeah. she's like, so they call an ambulance for her to take her away everybody's kind of gathered around and she's like oh it's just my head this is silly this is too much don't worry about it she's talking about her head 
so she must have bumped her head. Mm-hmm. But as they're yeah. leaving, as Andrews is leaving, Joanna says to Walter, like, hold on a second, I know we haven't lived here very long, but the hospital's that way, right? And the ambulance is going that way? <laughs> like, why is the ambulance not mm-hmm. going to the hospital? It's going somewhere else? That's weird, right? Yeah. And here's That's a, a little suspicious. <laughs> very suspicious. <laughs> and also, but maybe, who knows what you don't know, because like she said, we just moved here, but Walter, this is another moment where I, I do wonder if Walt, Walter knew anything, because if I would feel like if he knew totally knew what was up, he'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, don't worry about it. Like something else, he'd make up right. some excuse, but he's like, no, you know what? You're right. The hospital is the other way. That's weird. Like he agrees yeah. with her. Which, yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's there's, there's a lot of things, you know, and I don't need everything explained think, to me. So that's good. I don't know. Uh, my theory is maybe he was sold on like how everything looked and then he was just going off of that. And then maybe once he, you know, met with the men's association, right. that's when he was like, Oh, you know what? That seems like a great idea. <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I just I would love I would almost like not that I want this to be really remade because it already was remade and it was not no. good. And there was a, there was sequel. Another. There were like TV movie sequels. There was like the Stepford Husbands and the Stepford Children, which you can keep all that because that's a whole different no. message and vibe okay. that I don't like. The Stepford <laughs> Man, get the fuck out of here! I don't care about that. No. But I wouldn't mind maybe like a like a season long show of this yeah that could flesh out some of the details because what i want i want to be a fly on the wall for the conversation where the men's association all these guys that are in on this come to the new guy and go come here we got to tell you something like how do you broach that topic how do you bring up the subject of like hey all of our right wives have been replaced with robots would you do you want in (laughs) or what yeah (laughs) like like Here's all the packages we have. You can change her to this. She can say that. Like, yeah, is there a pamphlet? Like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> because then what do you do if they say no? Do you have to kill them? Do you right. run them out of right. town? What happens? Like, I don't know. Although, I don't know. Because I think they might. I don't know. Because wasn't there. So I think it was Charmaine's husband. Didn't they do something to him? So maybe they, I don't know, rough them up or That scene something. is interesting to me. Yeah, jumping it. We can jump ahead. It's fine. Sorry. No, okay. no, no, it's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fine. There's a scene later on where, because now you know what we'll save it, because then I have to get it. We have to get into body right. first and all yeah. that. So yeah. we'll just move along. We'll get there. <laughs> um, so Walter comes home from he's he's just been initiated into the men's association and he seems very kind of serious and lovey with her like he kind of he takes her and he's like i love you very much like you know that right because this apparent this must be the night that he found out for sure what's going on and all the details and maybe he's mm-hmm. but who knows has he already decided is he still deciding i don't know but he's looking at his wife and i think contemplating can i do this should i do this do i need yeah. to do this because he's telling her very like yeah, he's super serious with her, like looking her in the eyes, like like you're great and I love you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, whether that's maybe to reassure her or him, who knows? <laughs> but maybe, like maybe he was having some guilt at first, like maybe he was like mulling it over and like maybe trying to like grieve who she is. Like I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do wish they would have fleshed it out a little bit more. And so we don't see any of the other really any of the other relationships between the wives and the husbands. Like Bobby's husband, we don't see at all, do we? Do we no. ever see? We certainly I, don't see I her don't with him. Think, no, it's just her all the time. It's not as if because who knows? We don't know what the relationships were like 
with the other guys before they replaced their wives if they fought all the time or she was a nag or he was a, whatever, you know, all of that. Right. But Joanna and Walter, like I said, seemed to have a pretty solid, decent, other than him maybe making decisions without her sometimes, you know. Yeah. But otherwise, they seem, <laughs> they seem to genuinely care about each other. They have these kids together. They don't fight a lot. Their house isn't a disaster area. It's not like, I mean, it's a little messy, but whatever. Yeah. you got kids running around. That's going to happen. So, right. yeah, I don't know why. Like, he should walk in the room and go, my wife is perfectly fine the way she is. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And beautiful. Yeah. Way too beautiful for me, probably. And so why would I ever do this? Like, this is stupid. One would hope. <laughs> One would hope. But I guess as the movie goes on, he must change his mind. Yeah, now we beat beat meet bobby marco who <laughs> joanna's just sitting out in the field or in the yard or whatever just with a sun umbrella randomly <laughs> just hanging out catching some sun while the kids are at school and yeah. walter's at work enjoying the outdoors which she says she misses new york because she misses like the noise but right. part of but she the things she does like about being here is certainly it's more it is quieter you can go out and sit in the grass you can't do that in new york city you know and yeah and also, she can, like, if she wants to go for a walk at night, she can. She doesn't have to worry about it because it's, like, this safe, almost gated. It's not gated, but, you know. But she's sitting out, and some wild woman comes walking across, starts <laughs> calling to her, like, hey, are you Joanna Everhart? I read about it. Because there was an old lady at the beginning, I forgot to mention, who came to Joanna when they first moved in and was like, oh, I write for the newsletter, and whenever somebody new moves to town, I talk to them, you know, and finds out, you know, you came from New York, and you're a photographer, and this and that. So yeah. Bobby has that newsletter and she's like you must be i just read about you in here and i had to meet you because i'm from new york too i just moved here too i've only been here a couple weeks or whatever i think it was a month yeah because the cutoff seems to be eventually four months <laughs> seems to be yeah. how much time they yep. need to get everything going to replace mm. somebody because they move fast <laughs> yeah it's the four month mark is when charmaine and bobby both get replaced and they are just instant fast friends they go and drink some of Walter's scotch and eat, and, oh. you know, and they're just talking about how weird the other women in this town are. <laughs> like, yeah, but they're Bobby's saying how refreshing it is to come into like another house that's like kind of messy, kind of lived in. And she's like, oh, what a relief. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I wrote down. She says it's like maids have been declared illegal here, and the housewife with the neatest place gets Robert Redford for Christmas, <laughs> which is a great line. <laughs> Yeah. And perfectly describes, she's like, yes, it's so nice to sit in, like, a real person's real kitchen. Yeah. That looks like my place. My place is messy, too. Like, you know, I have kids running around. But they're instant besties. And this scene kind of, but particularly later sort of scenes of them going around town, I gotta say, I never thought about how much I like 70s fashion sometimes. A lot, yeah. a lot of it is hideous and terrible. Like but those like, dresses. But, like, <laughs> yeah. But, like... Bobby has like the crop top that's tied in the front with like the bell bottom yeah. pants, and then at one point, maybe I just like midriffs. I don't know, but um, <laughs> at one point, yeah, and Joanna has like a like a cut off top. She has like a halter top, yeah, yeah, with like jean shorts, and I'm just like, this is where it's at, man. <laughs> I like all of this. Yeah, dude, that I am. <laughs> but it, I don't. It all looks good. Yeah, so they're 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 besties now. Joanna has a friend in the neighborhood, which is good for her. Walt calls Joanna from work one night and is like, hey, yeah, they just put me on the new project commission. That's pretty cool. We need to have a meeting. Is it cool if the guys like come over to our place? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. We'll be there in 20 minutes. 
So again, she's not like a crabby, you know, she's like, yeah, bring the guys over. I'd yeah. love to meet them. Everything's cool. Yeah. You know, she's not giving them any guff. <laughs> so what his no. problem is, this guy. <laughs> I know. So yeah, all the guys from work come over and right off the bat, this party would be over for me. I'm not even, and I'm not a woman, but if some <laughs> stranger is in my home while I'm yeah. at the sink and is staring at me and then yes and you turn around and see him staring at you and then he says to you i like to watch women doing little domestic chores get the fuck out of my house <laughs> who get are away you in- from me that is a weird fucking thing to say <laughs> yes get the fuck out of here tell my husband don't ever talk to him again he creeped the hell out of me he needs to go I, she's way more patient than I am because I would have, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. Well, and she gives it, she's cool. She gives it back to him because he, he's like, I'm Diz. She's like, why do they call you that? And he says, because I used to work at Disneyland, which is important. It doesn't seem like it's important, but it is. And she's like, I don't believe, I don't believe you. And he says, why not? She she says, because you don't look like someone who likes to make people happy (laughs) and then walks (laughs) past them, which is, that's good too. Such good screenwriting. (laughs) But. And he doesn't say what he did at Disney. Was he an animator? Was he this? But I guess, right. I'm guessing he was what they call an Imagineer. And for people who don't know what that is, it's the, all the guys that Walt Disney hired back in the day when they were making Disneyland and Disney World to build the animatronics and to design the Haunted Mansion. And how do we make these things work? How do we make the Hall of Presidents with these realistic robots? So it makes sense oh, no. for the movie that this is what he used to do. He's oh, like no. Head head robot guy so that's an important Mm. piece of information that makes a lot of sense now (laughs) then there's and the guys are sitting around they're arguing about they're trying to figure out fundraiser events for the town or something and they can't come to there's a barn dance or a cakewalk or a garage sale or what and they can't they're arguing all about it for hours and it's boring and she's just sitting there listening to it but there's one guy there's one guy who has a stutter named i think claude maybe is his name yeah and he says to her, more weird shit, man, that I would be like, I don't want, I I don't want these guys in my house anymore. Because he says to her, like, I'm a, mm-hmm. like, because of my stutter, I'm like, I love words. I love to study words. And I would like to talk to you about that sometime. Why? That's a weird fucking thing right. to say. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> We're going to talk about words? That's fucked up. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then oh there's another God. guy named Ike who is sitting across the room in the entire meeting is drawing her. That would have creeped me out, too. I would have been like, all right, let's get rid of this guy creeping on me in the kitchen. Let's get rid of this guy who's staring at me the whole time drawing my picture. I don't know what he's drawing. And then you got the guy who wants to record me. What? (laughs) I would have either went upstairs a long time ago or been like, all right, you got to take this somewhere else or just please don't let these three over ever again. Yeah, I got to check on the kids and then just don't come back downstairs. Right. (laughs) Yeah, just act like you fell asleep. (laughs) But and it's a very good, very lifelike, photorealistic drawing of her he's doing and specifically her eyes, you know, and her lips separately. So it's like a real anatomical study of her face that he's drawing. And she, when she sees it, I think a big part of why she lets it slide is that that she knows this guy. She's like, holy shit, you're Ike, what's his, whatever his name was. He's like a kind of a famous artist that she is aware of. And so she's kind of flattered that like, oh, this guy, like this famous artist guy, I used to look at his art and I liked it. He just drew me. That's kind of sweet. He's like the only one she actually likes out of the group. Right. Even though 
I don't it's know that that's creepy. sweet. It's very creepy. <laughs> it's still very creepy. And I don't know if you realized it. So he covers the other drawing he did. He did a different one, too. He gave her one that's like kind of like a decoy of like, oh, here, here's what I drew. And then there was something else. I think what yeah. it was is I think the one page was like just was her face completely. That's what he drew first. And then on a second page, he was doing yeah. just the eyes, just the mouth. And I think he covered that one with the full and tore that one off to give to her and kept the detail, the oh. more the sort of close up ones. Okay. But you didn't it was even. Suspicious. You didn't ask, <laughs> like at least ask, like, "Hey, can I draw you?" Yeah. <laughs> Which is also right. a weird like pickup line kind of thing, but right. You know. But yeah. At, at least you this... asked. <laughs> right. Weird. Just... Make it less awkward, less creepy, like you know, a little bit more respectful. I don't know. What a crazy concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like maybe something you don't need consent for, but consent is very important for a lot of things, and I think that's, <laughs> that's one of them too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy, the fellows all leave. They've come to some sort of consensus on what what they're going to do for this fundraising. Uh, Walter and Joanna are getting ready for bed, and they have another, not quite as bad, but another slight disagreement where she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad that's over." Like other than the guy who drew me, who was sweet, those guys are so boring. And he's like, "No, I like them. Like I fit in yeah. with these guys." And she's like, "What are you talking about? Back in New York." You wouldn't have spent one minute with those guys. They're just like your senior partners. What's ha what's happened to you? <laughs> because yeah. you, a year ago you would have hated every one of those guys. And he's like, I don't know, man. This is where we're at now. It's not we're not yeah. in New York City now. We're here, and I'm blending in. She's mm. like, or oh, whatever, dude. I don't like any of those. <laughs> so yeah, no, not, not a full on fight, but a little bit of a you know. She is seeing a change in him, and he's becoming different than she's accustomed to. A little too quickly, too. Like, they've barely been there for, like, what, maybe a week at this point? We, we're not really sure, but... Yeah, it's hard to say, but that's... pretty much immediate. Like, what did they do? Was it something in the cigars? Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also... And I'm trying to... I'm very much on her side for this entire movie, but I'm trying, oh, yeah. to, I'm trying to get into where his head is at, especially if he didn't know from the start what was going on. I can yeah. see it being the kind of thing for a guy like this who's... Like, he's been really brought into the fold. He moved here. He didn't know maybe how it was going to go. He's used to New York City and the high-powered lawyer thing, you know. And uh -huh. then, am I going to fit in? And then all these guys glom onto him immediately and are like, you're part of the club now. And he's probably kind of riding yeah. high on that and feeling like, holy shit, like, I'm doing okay. <laughs> like I, I do, like, belong yeah. here, you know. So yeah. I can see why he would be conflicted a bit. Still it's, listen to your wife. It's very, <laughs> right. It's very cult-like. Like, I'm, I I like true crime. I watch things on cults and everything. And this would be the love-bombing stage of like, oh, hey, buddy. Hey, come to work. Look, this is so great. Hey, look, we'll smoke cigars. We'll mm -hmm. drink. We'll have a good old time. That's very how much. they get you. Pay 100%. attention, kids. <laughs> 100%. Who knows? Again, next day, three days later, who knows? But... They're at yeah. kind of a soiree, like a backyard get-together with everybody, drinks and eat, and they're like a barbecue. And yeah. um, Carol is, has had some drinks and is walking mm -hmm. around and trying to play hostess, but she just keeps saying, like she says, I'll die if I don't get that recipe. And then she walks over yeah. the next group of people and says, I'll just die if I don't get that recipe. So she says it to like, so something is, is she having a stroke? What is happening? Right, right. <laughs> you know, and Ted notices, so like she's malfunctioning. From a combination yeah. of the head wound she got from the fender bender, I guess, and drinking too much. 
alcohol mm-hmm. and these robot ladies don't mix. They don't mix. <laughs> and so Ted has to like pull her aside. Ted sees it and is like, fuck, <laughs> you know, take over. Like, what are you doing this in front of everyone? Yeah. Like how many of those have you had? Going, like, damage. Yeah. He's like, you know, you can't have those like that many or something like that. And the other women are just kind of looking on like, he's really talking to her like that. Are you serious? Well, certainly Joanna and Bobby, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the other women are too busy talking about whatever their chores they have to talk about. Maybe recipes or something. (laughs) But so he like escorts her away. And then the next day, she comes over to where Bobby and Joanna are and is like, apologizing to them like oh my god i'm so sorry i had i had a serious drinking problem when we lived in the city and we moved here because of it and like it got away from me and i had too many and i'm sorry you shouldn't see me like that i ruined the party for everybody and they're like what are you talking about the party was fine did the men she's like why you don't have to say you're sorry to us and she's like no i talked it over with ted and then we went and saw ike and we thought the best thing was and they're like hold the phone (laughs) stop talking yeah the men made you come apologize one of whom is not your husband Right. What do you mean? That's crazy mm. what you're saying right now. You don't have to apologize to us. You weren't being that weird. <laughs> like, yeah. What is going on? And she's like, okay, I gotta get back now. And leaves. And they're like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like a, uh, it was, it just really creeped me out how she was just kind of like this, kind of like a wounded dog of like, I'm so sorry, like making a big deal of it and just like, and didn't uh, Bobby say, like, oh, if I had to, like, apologize every time I got smashed, you know, like, that happens all the time. No big deal. Yeah, because I it's not Bobby. like, yeah, Bobby's the best. It's not like she <laughs> got up on the table and took a shit in the punch bowl. Like, she just was wanted, you know, like, she didn't make a complete yeah. ass of herself. She was just no. having she what just... appeared to possibly be a mental, you know, some kind of problem that needs to be handled, you know, taken care of and help her. But yeah. So they, but this leads Bobby and Joanna to sort of sit down and say like, okay, look, that's, that was fucked up. This town is fucked up. (laughs) We need to like, let's do something instead of sitting around, like we should start, there's this stupid men's association. Let's start a women's association. Let's go around and talk to all the women and get this together. So we all have something to do and maybe stuff like that won't happen anymore. Cause that was weird. Yeah. Like it's not cool that Carol had to come up, was forced by her husbands to come apologize us for drinking a little bit or whatever. So they start going around. We get quite a lot extended scene of them going around talking to all of the other wives, most of whom are not interested. Nope. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, I have so much ironing to do. There's so much ironing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's cra- that's crazy. How much ironing could you have to do? But they're really not interested. Right. And they're all very kind of dead behind the eyes, vacant, hollow smiles, yes. you know. Not in a super creepy way, but... But, but again, it's something is off, creepy. you know, yeah. <laughs> and they do, they go to one lady's house. I think it's Kit's her name, who's married to the pharmacist. Yeah. And they walk in the door and from upstairs, they can hear there is sex going on. And they hear her <laughs> like, you're the best. You're the but very. She's very loudly, like encouraging him and praising him. Like, you're the you're the master. You're the best. This is so great. But also very flat. <laughs> Yes, like not very natural sounding, very much like something you'd hear in like a porno, just like very <laughs> scripted sounding. Yes, and very much for his benefit. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a guy who needs that kind of 
encouragement <laughs> because you know and false praise and so they like yeah. they kind of laugh and like back out of the house like oh shit didn't we walk into this yeah. that's that's pretty funny and weird but they do they don't see them though it's because they, they'll see them no. later but and then eventually they get to there's a woman named charmaine who's kind of the only other woman in town or the only woman in town is like this is a good idea she has a tennis court yeah. that she loves she doesn't have too many people to play, so you guys should come over and play tennis with me all the time. I'm just glad, like, I don't mind this men's association because I'm just, whatever gets my husband, whatever gets Ed out of the house at night is fine by me. <laughs> like, right. You know, but she's like, but you're right, but there should, you know, I'm all in on this women's association you're putting together. So they're like, finally, we found somebody who's fucking normal in this town. <laughs> Who yeah. isn't like, you know. <laughs> like a fembot. Yeah, that won't last, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, and I do like that she was very much so, like, independent and everything, and, like, you know, fun-loving, too, very fashionable. She kind of reminded me of Sophia Loren, like, kind of kind of looked like her a little bit. A little bit, yeah, like a fiery redhead, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So the next thing is Claude comes over to see Joanna and is like, okay, remember I wanted to talk to you about words? <laughs> well, uh, I, I have yeah. a project for you. Here's what I need you to do because what I'm doing is I'm building like this database of people's accents. She doesn't have an accent first off, but whatever. The way that people talk, I'll be able to like a fingerprint to help the police with a, from a voice sample. They'll be able to pin down geographically where this person is from and where they have been, <laughs> which I don't know if I buy any of that. But he's basically, yeah. here's a list of words from A to Z. Record yourself saying them. Mm -hmm. And she's like, man, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and... and <laughs> The only reason her immediate response isn't what it should be, which is, are you fucking high? I'm not doing that. That's, right. that's a crazy thing to ask me to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's an, it's super creepy. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot of work. You're asking me to re basically read the dictionary. Uh, you yeah. know, like all these words from A to Z. But she says, look, I will do that for you if you, like, we went and talked to your wife and a bunch of the other wives were trying to put this thing together and they weren't really interested because they're too busy, like, ironing clothes and cooking and baking. So if you could get them all to come to this meeting, then I can do this thing for you. you know, yeah. He's like, that's kind of like blackmail, right? And she's like, well, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's what this country's built yeah. on. Yes. <laughs> now you understand me. So he must go with it because the next scene is they've got all the women together for the first meeting of their women's association and it's a great scene it's really interesting because you know she's like we can talk about whatever we want we can talk about sex we can talk about marriages we can talk about you know this is like we just have like a bitch sesh we can just like yeah you know there's a place for us as women to get together and vent and not have to worry about what the men think and joanne is like is talking about her relationship with walter like i didn't really want to move here sometimes i think he doesn't listen to me you know, sometimes mm -hmm. I think he's so into work that he's not paying enough attention to me. And Charmaine is like, just flat, just drops a bomb in the middle of the room. She's like, Ed never loved me. Like, he's yeah. married to me because of how I look. He's like a high-powered TV executive guy. But I know, like, I know he, I know he's never loved me. And I'm just, but he buys me things, so it's the way it is. It's just what it is. Yeah, very transactional. Yeah, you have these real, the real women having a real conversation about I mean, it's, I guess it's not packing the, passing the Bechdel test, but they are having a conversation about their lives and their relationships. And then you get to the other wives and they're like, I didn't even have time to bake today because I was so busy trying to get the floor upstairs to shine. And then the woman next to her is like, you know what you need? And basically does like a commercial, an infomercial yeah. in the middle of the room in front of everybody For to easy. like, yeah. For easy on. <laughs> this easy on I tell you, floor, whatever. Easy on yeah. spray. 
oh, oh, if they wanted me to do a commercial, I'd do it for free. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and they're just going on and on. Yeah, and Joanna and Bobby are looking at each other like, what like, is happening? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, we, don't have to, was... we don't have to talk about chores, you know. And they're like, no, that's all we talk yeah. about is chores. And she's like, fuck, fine, I give up. Like, what do you want? I don't know what yeah. to do now. She tried. <laughs> and there was one, I think it might have been before they went to Charmaine's. I, I can't remember. But they were talking when they were trying to get, like, the women together and all that. They ran into the lady who did the interview with Joanna when she first came there. And she's like, oh, yeah, we actually had a women's association before but you know it just disbanded and everything and they're like wait what she's like oh yeah and then she said a very cringy thing which was oh yeah and guess what we're gonna be having a black family move in isn't that fantastic and it's just it was the way she said it <laughs> and they're all just like oh okay just like awkwardly just taking that information in and then just like wait she said this place was like liberal like what the hell this doesn't this does not add up like the math isn't mathing well it's this old lady's idea of liberal you know like yeah yeah but it's an, i think it's an important <laughs> distinction what she actually says is there's a black family moving in is that good question mark yeah not isn't right. that, isn't that good she says is right. like she's asking them like I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, right. it's fine. What do you mean? And she's like, I guess it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> so mm -hmm. this old lady. But yeah, the important piece of information, because it's actually, I think it's actually after the women's meeting, but the important piece of information that's gleaned from that is that, yeah, there used to be a women's group. And not only that, Carol Van Sant was the leader of that women's group. Mm -hmm. So she has changed a lot. Yes. Is the gist of that conversation. Yeah. Then we have the, the I'm very fond of you moment. Where she takes, yeah, because she's like, Joanna's like, I'm going to take Fred the dog for a walk. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's fine. Go. I'm busy, I'm busy reading. And she's out yeah. in the, you know, just walking down the street in the neighborhood in the dark. There's nobody around. And she gets to the, sort of the end of the street where there's the big mansion. And there's a sign on the gate that says Stepford Men's Association. They have like, like that's Men's Association headquarters is this mansion. Yeah. And the town cop who we've seen a couple times in the movie comes up to her and is like hey you shouldn't be out walking this far and she's like what are you talking about <laughs> and he's like look everybody yeah. around here has fancy houses with fancy stuff in it nobody wants to get stuff stolen so i'm out here keeping an eye on things that house was like that mansion is the oldest thing in town it was super run down and the, thank god the men's association came in and fixed it up and now it's their headquarters but you should go home now like real condescending like no it's cool if you want to go out and walk at night just maybe not so far from your but house. But just don't. A real kind of like yeah. mind your own business speech that he gives it. Yeah. Like, you, like okay, you can leave your doors unlocked. Don't you go taking a walk at night now, young lady. Very much that vibe is what I got from him. And it shows that, like, it's not just the husbands specifically that have this secret cabal. Like, kind of everyone is in on this. Because we don't know if this guy even yeah. has a wife. We don't see her. If he does. Yeah. But he's must be aware of things as he's trying to keep her from snooping around that mansion he's trying to keep her at one later on in the movie he's like oh we have closed the roads and shut the phone system down like they have this yeah. town ready to go into lockdown <laughs> if anything goes amiss so this is a real project they got going oh yeah but while she's out walking the dog this is the only issue i have with the script because this feels i don't know how he did it. he somehow manages the second she leaves take the phone the phone the dog for a walk walter gets on the phone with somebody and he calls the other guys 
And the guys are all just suddenly at their house. In the time it took her, like, I know they're all just kind of one neighborhood, but in the time it took her to walk the dog down the street, all these guys got to the house, had a nice look around her bedroom, and then left without her noticing. That's a little, I don't know about that. I don't know that there's time Like, were they there the entire time? Like, I don't know. And that kind of creeped me out, too. And they were, like, rifling through her clothes and everything, like, oh, this looks good. And it's like, what do you mean, buddy? Yeah, and this what, is the what? moment that you know that Walter is some shit is gonna go is, down. Is in on this because he has invited yeah. these guys over to look, like, to look at her dresses and her curtain and the stuff in her dresser to see, like, so that they know what her style is. Yeah, like you don't just invite your buddies to come rifle through your wife's stuff <laughs> unless something's going yeah. on. So, <laughs> right. This is for the de- the first kind of definite for sure sign that Walter is up to no good. Because mm-hmm. there's no other possible reason to do that. <laughs> you would call oh, all your buddies, another... she's gone, come over and look at her stuff. Like, no. Right. Wait, so I do think maybe they put, like, the men in line, too. Because um, Charmaine's husband was with the older guy with the white hair. I can't remember his I think, name. I think he's a priest. But... I think he's wearing a priest collar. Yeah, so he had him in the car. Charmaine's husband, Ed, is like sweating. He looks like he got thrown into a pool. Yeah, it was bad. And I'm like, is he drunk? Is he like blitzed out of his mind? What's going on? Did they do something to him? Because, you know, like he has a high strung life and everything. Who thinks for herself. Like, what is going on here? Well, this seems to be, what I gather from that, because it's right after Joanna, the cop turns Joanna away from that place and she's headed back home, this car pulls out and Ed is driving and the priest gets out and is like, let me drive, you are in no shape to drive. And he's just, he's like shaky and flop sweat. My guess is this is the night that they have converted Charmaine and he was there for it and it was more than he was expecting. Like he thought, like he maybe didn't know exactly what, because we never do find out Okay, you replace the wives with these duplicates. What happens to the yeah. real wives? What do you do with them? So right. Ed was, my guess is, they, and they don't say, they leave it up kind of to interpretation, but my guess is they mm-hmm. brought Ed over to be like, okay, tonight's the night, we're replacing your wife, and he was there to see it, whatever it is that they do, and it shook mm. him. It was too much. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to take you home, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. Because the next time we see Charmaine, she has changed. Yeah. Like the next day or whatever. And- yeah, Joanna and Bobby go. She's got the whole, the whole getup on. She's got the portrait right there, which well, is really creepy. And worse than that, she's letting Ed tear up her tennis court that she loves. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. in like the housefrau dress, and they and they hear like a bulldozer in the backyard, and they look, and there's a bulldozer just demolishing her tennis court, and Ed is standing there like the Cheshire Cat, grin on his face. Yeah. And she says, like, oh, he never liked the tennis court. We only had it for me, but I don't need it. Like, he's going to put, he's going to build something else there that he swimming wants. Pool. He's going to put a swimming pool yeah. that he wants. And that's fine. Everything's fine. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what has happened? Yeah. This is not the Charmaine we've known for the last couple weeks or whatever. Right. And she's talking about, oh, you know, he's already made me happy. It's all, you know, pretty much saying, like, oh, it's always been about me. Now it's my turn to take care of him. And it's like just very gross sounding <laughs> she goes from this very vibrant like independent woman knows what the relationship is and you know she had a vulnerable moment at the women's meeting where she's saying like you know even though yeah they have a transactional relationship 
she's upset that she doesn't have love in her marriage. Like, oh, he didn't marry me for love. You know, like I'm basically a trophy. And then what happens? She gets turned into like a walking real doll, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, this is a bleak, especially by the time we get to the ending, this is a bleak and sad depressing almost <laughs> watching these yeah. vibrant women get turned into <laughs> shadows of themselves yes which is not to say i mean and i don't necessarily think that the message of the movie and it's not even the message that i would try to convey is that there's something mm. wrong with being a housewife if that's right. your thing and that's what you're that right. gives you satisfaction legitimately gives you and that's the family dynamic and it works for everybody and it works for you and you enjoy it have at it man yeah. nobody's saying you shouldn't right but yeah. Just forcibly, you know, that it's expected of you, you know, uh -huh. that's a different, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yes, snuffing out what makes you unique, snuffing out, you know, any kind of hobbies that you might have outside of the home. And that's kind of like what the issue I had with the messaging where I'm like, are they trying to say what feminism is or isn't? Because you can be a house, like you said, like you can be a housewife and be happy and feel fulfilled. Or you can be a mom who, you know, maybe you have like a bunch of hobbies or you have a job you kind of like have a you know a different interpretation of what fulfilled is so that kind of i was like we're kind of hoping that's not what they're going for but yeah i was just like well why can't every and even the women too when they were talking to each other like well is this enough for you and they're saying like well yeah of course and it's just like yeah that whole forcing them you're just like, as long as it's your choice, though, not like, you know, do this or else I'll convert you into like a new model. So, I, yeah, that that's what terrified me the most. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. God forbid I have hobbies. <laughs> What's going to happen? Yeah, I don't I don't think that the movie is ever trying to tell us that the men have a good idea. <laughs> like, I don't think it's ever right. on the men's no. side. So I'm not worried about that as far as messaging or whatever. I think it's I think it's pretty yeah. clearly like, oh, no, these are bad guys. And this is a bad situation right. that's happening. So yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, here's where they, they talk to the old lady about the Lack family. And they find out that Carol used oh, to yeah. run the women's group. And they go to talk to Carol again. Like, hey, is this true? Like, you used to, like you were just saying, like, are, is this enough for you? Yeah. Like, you used to do all this stuff. And now this is all you do is cook and clean and bake casseroles. Like, how is that enough? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. It just is. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. He's happy. Our sex life is good. You don't need to know that, but it is. <laughs> and that's what she says. She's like, it's none of your business, but our sex yeah. life is great too. It's better than it's ever been. So right. everybody's happy. And they're like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of what you were yeah. doing, like what we were just saying. They decide that like, I guess, yeah. I guess this is what fulfills Carol. And it's weird to us. And it's weird that yeah. it seems to fulfill everyone else but us. But I yeah. guess we just have to leave her alone about it because we can't force her to not do it either, you know? So, And then we say goodbye to Fred the dog because the dog is just like whisked away to somewhere off to the woods or something. Like you just see the dog in like a cage in the back of a truck driving off somewhere, presumably so that she won't have to walk it and be out and about anymore, which is the only reason to get rid of this kid. Because kid, then the kids are like, where's our dog? <laughs> our dog just disappeared. Bobby and... Joanna are having a discussion about like okay obviously something weird is going on what is going on what could it be and Bobby found an yeah. old article in Time magazine about how there was something in the water in El Paso so their murder rate like a tranquilizer yeah. basically in the water 
in El Paso so that their yeah. murder rate was way lower than it should be compared to other places in Texas. She's like, that's what I think is going on here. I think there's something in the water mm-hmm. that is tranquilizing these women and changing. Like, why the women only? I don't know. But <laughs> she's like, so what, like, I wish we could take a water sample to, like, a chemist. And Joanna says, well, <laughs> you're in luck because <laughs> yeah. I lost my virginity to 12 years ago to, you know, in college to a trustworthy chemist. So let's go see him. I mean, it's weird for me to call him up and be like, hey, remember me? You deflowered me. (laughs) Can you look at this water for me? But that's what they do. Yeah. They go visit him at the lab. And what he tells them is basically like, there's nothing. I don't know what you're looking for, but there's nothing wrong with the water. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But it's also an interesting scene because he is clearly still hung up on her. We don't know what the details of the breakup were. But, you know, she's like, Oh, you know, oh, I'm married. And he's like, oh, you're happy? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm married too. Nine years. I'm happy too. And then he slips her a note that says, I'm not happy either. <laughs> yeah. He's going to shoot a shot. <laughs> but he's a married man. That's yeah. I, I totally yeah. get shooting your shot, but you're both married. So but, come on, man. It's real sad yeah. and desperate. Right. And he like, so she's like, okay, it's time to go. We, we know what we need to know. I, I don't want to engage in this conversation at all. And as yeah. she's leaving, she gets up to leave. He like almost touches her hair. Like he's like, he wants to yeah. reach out and touch her. It's so like, for she, one last time. She can't escape. She can't escape crap men in this movie, but. No. And as she's leaving, yeah, he like, not grabs her, but like, you know, pulls her aside as they're leaving. And he's like, we really messed up, huh? Like we never should have broke up, you know? And she's like, I don't yeah. know. Bye. <laughs> She's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to. Right. Like deal I'm shutting this. this down. I have other things <laughs> on my mind. Right. <laughs> so driving back from that, Bobby's like, "Well, that wasn't the answers that we needed. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to move away because I can't yeah. deal with this anymore. I'm not going to become like these women. Whatever's going on, mm-hmm. like my four month mark is coming up. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to talk to." my husband and we're like i don't care we're moving away yeah and joanna's like well that sucks she's like you're my only friend but i mean i guess do what you gotta yeah. do and she's like well I'll, maybe i'll maybe i'll talk to walter too and maybe we'll we can move away too because you're right something is not right here joanna finishes her word recording she gets like to the end of z and she's like oh god i'm done with that like so she went through with it she followed through on her she a deal's a deal and she yeah. recorded like her saying all of these words for this guy <laughs> and then goes to talk to him. but here's another i go back and forth on what is walter's deal because yeah she goes to talk to him and she's like can we move like i know like you put a bunch of money in this house and like you're happy but like i'm i'm not happy like can we move and he's yeah. not like absolutely not he's like yeah i get yeah i don't i don't know what's going on with you but I, yeah we can move like i got not yeah. like not like tomorrow or next week but like in <laughs> august maybe yeah. a couple months let me get through this work i all this work i have piled up and i don't see why mm-hmm. we why we couldn't move so it's like is he just putting her like, off and stalling to buy time because he knows they're still working right. on the project or is he legitimately maybe he's just a really good actor not only the actor maybe. but walter as a character because he he seems <laughs> very convincing he seems like he's actually listening to her and considering what she's saying and it's like yeah i guess we can move right. whatever so I don't yeah. know where to come down on this guy at this point still, you know? <laughs> I mean, I just I just had him as not trustworthy from the get-go. So then that kind of, yeah, it threw me off when he's like, 
yeah, okay, yeah, we can move. And I'm like, what's the game here? Like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, why are you all of a sudden, like, not being condescending and you're listening to her, you're validating her? What's going on? Well, that's the thing is he's subtly so, in the middle. He's not, like, he's not a flat out, like, on the edge you're, you're crazy, we're not moving, we just moved here, shut up. But he's also not, right. he's not, like, overly and suspiciously enthusiastic oh yeah baby fuck yeah i yeah. want to move too we can move right. he's right in the middle Let's of like i guess you know <laughs> right so i don't i don't know i don't know what to think about walter <laughs> i'm still torn on this guy i mean by the end fuck this guy yeah. But... well yeah <laughs> and enough weird stuff has happened like inviting the guys over to look through her stuff is all like i don't know <laughs> right like that that would have been like yeah no i'm good <laughs> i don't want to be a part of this club anymore it's a little too much so Bobby says to Joanna, like, oh, it's our annual, me and my husband, we have an annual, we go, we go and stay at the Plaza Hotel every year. It's like the anniversary of the first time we had sex, I guess, which is, okay. Right. Not their wedding anniversary. Like, that's a weird but, way to put it. Okay. She doesn't say it like that, but she's like, it's the anniversary of the day that, like, he met a girl in a movie theater and took him, took her back to his place or something like that. So that's, yeah. that's what I gathered from it. It, it was like, just very weird. But she's like, so would you mind taking our dog and the kids for the weekend while we go to the plaza and she's like yeah of course no problem so then we have a scene of all of so it's joanna and walter their kids plus bobby's two kids and bobby's big dog and walter cannot handle it <laughs> like joanna's no. in a dark room trying to because she took cool pictures of the kids playing together there's a scene earlier yeah. we skipped where she went to back to new york city to the gallery that she wanted to go to and showed the, the guy the pictures to try to get like you know can you can my art be on exhibit here can my photos yeah and he was and he turned her down he was like no they're not good enough and so she was feeling kind of down yeah. about herself but now she's taking these pictures of the kids playing together and she thinks they're really good she's in the dark yeah. room working on that and walter's knocking at the door like hey man i've played scrabble with what these do I kids do? <laughs> i played i every, play monopoly i played every board game <laughs> in the house and they're still not tired <laughs> like what do i do and she's like i don't know man you went to college figure it out <laughs> like this is the, yeah. this is this is the and... first time he's had to like deal with the kids on his own Right. And she said, like, I've had to deal with this like seven days a week. You can deal with this for like a weekend. Yeah. And that was a great point. And he's just like kind of looking like, what? What do you mean? I was just like, yes, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not easy, is it, buddy? <laughs> and he doesn't get he doesn't get mad about it. He's just kind of like, all right, no, resigned to like, like, I guess I'm on my own. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she takes these pictures to the to that gallery and he likes those much better and it's good news he's gonna actually yeah. like put her art on this her photos on display so she's very happy she comes back wants to tell her best friend about it goes mm -hmm. to bobby's place and uh oh oh no <laughs> bobby is a fucking stepford wife she's in the house frau dress yeah. she's cooking stuff she's talking she's about got her makeup like, all done yeah she's just not herself at all she's just like all the other women no and it's sad because Bobby was the best. So their weekend away was whatever her was husband that? told her. Yeah. Was when she was, yeah, been replaced. And mm. yeah, Joanna immediately like, what? What is this now? Not you too. Like, <laughs> this is not okay. Yeah. I've lost my best friend now. Whatever's going on is swallowed yeah. you up too. Mm-hmm. And then goes home. And that was 
that was my oh shit moment because it's like the one that was like no it's my worst nightmare i can't become one of these like you know she says like pan scrubbers and then it shows like her scrubbing the hell out of like the counter and everything and i'm like oh my god like that that fucked me up the most was that like she became her worst fucking nightmare yeah and she's just not She's not quite as kind of dead behind the eyes as everybody, as all the other ones are, but she's definitely not herself. She's not the fun, jokey, you know, she just wants to like right. do housework now. And like, it's like, yeah. God damn it. So yeah. now Joanna's super freaked out. She goes home, gets in an argument with Walter of like, look, I don't, you can fucking stay here if you want. I'm taking the kids right. and I'm leaving like tomorrow. This is yeah, like, nope, this is not happening. Yeah. And they get in an argument where Walter's like, again, isn't like, well, and here he's, well, kind of now like, he's you're being, being a crazy. Dick. Yeah. But I get, I also hmm, how do I say this without sounding like a dick too? I I, <laughs> I can vaguely understand where he's coming from, where you've just moved into this house and your wife is like, I don't like the way the other women in this neighborhood are. We need to move. You're like, yeah. come on, man. Like yeah. that's not a good enough reason to move. And that's kind of what he says is like look, we can move, that's fine, I don't care. But if we do, you're going to see a psychiatrist because Something's not right with you right now. The amount that you yeah. care what the other wives in this neighborhood are doing to the point that we can't live here anymore when things are going really but... well for me and well, kind of for you as well you if go. you just got your photos in the gallery, you know, like it's not like your life is yeah. terrible right now. Yeah. But so, so that's I don't deal. know. That's the deal I, I will make with you. Yeah. But I took it as him going like, oh, not to sound unreasonable. And then he continued to be unreasonable. And then he was like invalidating her and like calling her crazy, basically. Like it was the way he said like, oh, you better talk to a psychiatrist and everything because and get some medication and all that. And I'm like, guy, there's a better way to go about that. Like it was the way he said it was like, oh, you're crazy. And it's like, but at least humor her. You know, like, yeah, I don't it's a know. Bit, it's, a bit, that kind of it's a bit gaslighty. <laughs> you know? It was. <laughs> but but his, the, point that he get, the point that he comes to is that, like, look, we can move to this town or this town, but what happens when four months from now you decide you don't like how those ladies clean their house and we have to move again? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So he has, I think he has a valid concern, but he does need to listen to her but better. It, but he also has ulterior motives because he's like reaping more benefits True. than she is, really. And again, we don't know so. how how deep in this is at this <laughs> point. So it's it's so well done. It's always on this knife's edge of like, what's of, the like, deal with all this? <laughs> yeah. So she goes to she does she agrees she goes to see a psychiatrist. They have a conversation about psychiatrist. On one hand, is like, look, it's probably not as big a deal as you think because there there's a town out there that's just writers and it's not because somebody sat down and said we're gonna make a town just for writers it's just for whatever reason writers just gravitated there yeah you know or x you know whatever there's there's there are these little clusters of people that just kind of found their place and maybe you yeah. stumbled into the town that's just the place housewives go and it's not a big deal yeah but if you feel this strongly about it don't listen to your husband. Don't listen to anybody. Take your kids and fucking don't go. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> get the hell out of Dodge. You know? like... So she's, the psychiatrist trying to tell her, like, maybe calm down and pump the brakes and really think about what you're doing. But also, yeah. I, I've heard you, you do and I believe concern. you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you yeah. do whatever the hell you want because you're, right. you know, 
1975 and you're a woman and do what you want <laughs> so yeah and then i got kind of worried about the psychiatrist too because i'm like wait is she just telling her what she wants to hear like what's going on with her now because i got so paranoid with everybody else and with walter and i'm like oh no she's gonna go to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is gonna like tell her like you're fine that's what i was waiting for well i actually. think that's that's an important thing is because when they're having their fight He's like, hey, there's a couple good psychiatrists in town. I can give you their names. And she's like, no, fuck that. I will go find my own psychiatrist. So I think yeah. the psychiatrist does not live in Stepford. She's yeah. in some other town. So she went, yeah. you know, to get a <laughs> an unbiased. And, and she did bring up a good point that, you know, like being a mother and trying to juggle, like still having her own identity and everything, which Joanna did bring up to the, the guy at the art gallery where she said like, she wants to be remembered. And she specifically said, like she mentioned her maiden name yeah. and you know, I, I'm not a mother, but I have friends who are mothers and it is like, you know, kind of fighting with yourself of like your new identity as a mother and your old self and you know, trying to get that kind of mesh together. Like you don't want to completely lose who you were before and you still want to do things for yourself. You still want to grow, but you know, have to do what you got to do. Yeah. She says she wants to be, she wants people to see her photos and be like, Oh, is that an angle? She wants to be known and remembered for that, not for being somebody's wife and somebody's mother. You know, right. it's, it's, she loves yeah. those things. That's part of her life, but that doesn't, you know, that's, that isn't all right that she is exactly so she's sort of emboldened by seeing the psychiatrist to be like yeah no i'm just like she said i'm just i've made up my mind and i'm just gonna leave so she goes to see bobby one more time to try to i think to try to like get through to her and be like is this irreversible can i save yeah. my friends that before i get out of dodge can i save my friend like are you still in there <laughs> right and she sees that she can't and she cuts her hand no because she, she grabs a knife from Bobby who's just doing kitchen stuff and cuts cuts her finger. She says, see, I bleed. Do you bleed? And kind of loses her mind for a second. Because, <laughs> boy, if you were wrong, and stabs Bobby <laughs> in the stomach with this butcher knife. And no yeah. no blood comes out, which nope. is your first, like, oh, no. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> and then Bobby nope. starts malfunctioning. And this is, maybe this is like, the scene you were talking about. Yes, that's the scene. And she's like, she walks over to get She's like, why would you do something like that? And picks up a cup and goes, but instead of, it's like she misses the sink and just drops it on the floor, walks back and gets another one. Why would you do something like that? Comes and drops it. I just wanted to make you coffee. And she's dumping coffee grounds on the ground. Spills it on the floor. Yeah. And she just keeps saying the same thing over and over. And then she's bumping in the cabinet. So like, she's like on the fritz. Yeah. <laughs> she was, she was moving around like a Sims character. Yeah. <laughs> it's but like made me think of it. I'm like, oh no. But she did a really great job of selling that. Like the unnatural movements and yeah. just like you know being a robot like not knowing how to like correct yourself and like what's the natural thing to do yeah so they don't fuck up with that <laughs> it's not taken to the extreme of like sparks are shooting out it's not like the comedy no. version and she's not no. you know she's not talking like this like a robot like she still sounds like her but she's just repeating the same thing flatly over you know well, for me, the voices, they sounded like very much so like June Cleaver, like very mm -hmm. like soft spoken and very just la -di da and just sounding like a commercial the entire time. And it's creepy to hear Bobby do that because Bobby has like a bubbly voice and everything. She's funny. And then for her to sound like a walking commercial, too. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Bobby was a very boisterous 
walk in the room and shout across the room at whoever she knows. <laughs> like you, you know when Bobby is has arrived, and now yeah. she, she would she would fade into the wallpaper like everyone else. So mm-hmm. it's very disheartening to see. <laughs> yeah. So with the list that the one guy Claude wanted um, them to read off, so. Earlier in the film, they were talking, when they were trying to get the women's group together, uh, Bobby herself brought up the word archaic. Oh, don't you think this is a little archaic? And it just did not compute with the other Stepford wives. And so when Bobby, she, you know, Joanna brought up the word archaic, she's like, archaic, do you know that word? She's like, hmm, no, I seem to have forgotten. She's like, why? Was it not on the list? She's like, because all the other Stepford wives didn't know that word either, and you're the one that brought that word up. So how come you don't know it? And so I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So I was like, oh, they didn't think of everything, did they? (laughs) When they were thinking of like, here's all the catchphrases they're going to say. Yeah, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't the the whole dictionary. It was just a list of, there's some blind spots in their word list and they need to work on it for the future. (laughs) (laughs) While Joanna's over there dealing with Bobby, we're back at the house and Walter is talking to the cop who's like, yeah, my wife has run off. She's not, she's in a state and things are not good. And yeah, the cop (laughs) tells him like, don't even worry about it. Everyone is out looking for her. We've blocked the roads out of town and we've turned off the phones. Yeah. Which so the whole, yeah, the town has gone into like complete lockdown so that she cannot (laughs) escape, which is crazy. But yeah, but she sneaks back into the house and the kids are gone she's like walter mm-hmm. where are my children and he's like they're safe i you know they went somewhere and he's like, she's like what do you mean somewhere tell me where they are and he won't oh they're at their friend's house yeah she's like what friend the only friends they have are bobby's yeah. kids and i was just at bobby's house so i don't know where her fucking kids are either like you know yeah. this is not right <laughs> tell me where my kids are or i swear to god <laughs> she has a golf yeah. club and they they have a little bit of a physical altercation not a full yeah. on like he doesn't punch her or anything, but like he's trying to grab her and like make her go upstairs and lay down and mellow out. And she's wrestling away from him on the stairs and he falls down. She locks yeah. herself in, but she sees that he's on. She can see from the light on the landline phone that he's like calling somebody. He's calling the other guys like, I don't know what to do, man. Like maybe tonight's the night because she's losing it. Yeah. She comes back downstairs. She hits him with a golf club, mm-hmm. knocks his ass out, and then takes her golf club and scurries down the street to... The Men's Association well, mansion. Well, thankfully, he does tell her after she's like, you better tell me where my kids are. Right. And then he tells her it's at the Men's Association. I'm like, I would have brought him with me. <laughs> like, you're coming with me and you're going to prove this. But, you know, hey. Yeah. Mother's instinct, I guess, probably kicked in with her and she's probably just like going in beast mode. So. For sure. So she walks into the Men's Association's headquarters has a conversation with Diz, who presses a button and it like locks all the doors. Like this house is totally yeah. automated. Like he has like a Disneyland <laughs> Imagineer house, you know, that he's yeah. turned this into. And they have a conversation that's based that's basically him trying to tell her that like, look, it's not so bad. Your husband's gonna be happier, you're gonna be happier, which I don't know. Again, not knowing exactly what happens like, to these women, I don't know that that's the case. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it's it's a perfect situation for everybody. And he says to her specifically can you like imagine if the shoe was on the other foot wouldn't you love to have some like brainless stud who's like there at your home to do all the work for you and service you and pleasure you and like isn't that a fucking dream come true and she's like no not really (laughs) but he introduces her to or she like runs away from him and goes into another room 
and meets because this whole time up until this point we're not 100 percent sure what is what is the replace is it brainwashing have they put like a chip in their right. brain is it still their bodies yeah. or what but now we get our answer because she walks into a room and they're sitting at a uh what do you call it a vanity a vanity yes thank you brushing her hair wearing a nightgown um with much larger breasts yeah new, the new the quote-unquote <laughs> new and improved model <laughs> He to do that. That was the one thing that was the most important to him, apparently. Yeah, well, because Joanna is a very attractive woman, but she is, you know, fairly small. She chested. is smaller in the um, chest. This one is not. He very clearly no. has, because she has like a very sheer sort of see-through nightgown on, and you can see her breasts are much, much larger than real Joanna's. Yeah. And she turns to look at Joanna, and she has just jet black eyes. Yeah. So we know, like, so she's looking at her own doppelganger. So it's not a brain control thing. It's like they're either robots or clones or a mixture of yeah. both or something. We never get a complete explanation, but she no. is being physically replaced as well as mentally. So who knows what's going to happen to her. But the Joanna yeah. doppelganger, just creepily smiling at her with her jet black eyes, starts rolling up, like, pantyhose in her hands to make, like, a garret yeah. wire. Like, she's... So she's going to take her out. But the assumption is, is that duplicate joanna strangles real joanna to death and then who knows what they do with her body but yeah it just fades to black at that point and we're just like what the hell is going on and even with the the background noise sounded very uh like a machine malfunctioning or like wiring off and you're just like what the fuck yeah yeah the scene in the kitchen where bobby's sort of malfunctioning the, the musical score is almost like almost sounds like robotic beeps kind of yeah which is a, a yeah yeah a telling kind of hint i guess or whatever but <laughs> and then we get a, yeah it's just a super bleak ending where we're at the grocery store and there's bobby and all the other wives and now joanna too wearing her sundress wearing her sun hat just dead-eyed pushing a shopping cart around taking stuff and her, and the saddest thing is bobby and joanna cross paths in the grocery store and it's like they barely know each other yeah it's just pleasantries then... of like Oh hi, nice to see you. Oh, how, how are, are the your kids? kids? My kids are great too. Okay, yeah. bye. Like oh, they're yeah. not, and it's they were such good and it's friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know I've noticed that with the other stuff for wives, where it's like they don't have actual conversations, just like pleasantries mm-hmm. the entire time. So it's also kind of like, do they not want them to uprise if they're having more conversations, or do they have them programmed like that to just be like, oh hi? How are the kids? Good. Or like, here's this product I'm trying to sell to you. And then that's it. That's the extent of their conversations. Because I did at first think maybe it was like an invasion of the body snatchers type of deal. What are they doing? But then, yeah, like full on replacing them with whatever kind of upgrade you want to do. If you want them to have bigger boobs, go ahead. But I, I do think, I don't know, I'm still going back to that scene where they're like, when they were drawing her, and then as she went upstairs to go check on the children, gave her her copy, but then other cop Is that, like, a blueprint that he also drew up? Like, that they're all kind of, like, hush-hush about? I don't know. It kind of made me think of that. Like, were they trying to be like, hey, what size boobs do you want on her? Like, what do you want? Yeah, because in that so, scene, and we didn't, we didn't mention it, but in that scene when he does the drawing, he does show it to Walter almost for like approval like hmm and walter's kind of yeah. looking at it. walter kind of looks befuddled at it like i don't know I don't yeah know. like he isn't like hey and, and high five but, yeah so it's that yeah it's yeah. a very subtle there's a lot going on it's a great subtle 
It's just a great movie, man. It's I mean it's yeah. it's it's bleak as fuck. <laughs> you know, it but, is. Like, but it's really good. And and I noticed the black couple was in the grocery store and they were having like a little bit of a tiff and the husband sold on moving there. He's like, Oh what? What are you talking about? It's a nice neighborhood. Oh, it's a good price and everything and the wife is like basically saying, like, I don't fit in here, like, what the hell? You know, and then you see her, she's like, you know, dressed in like casual wear and everything. And <laughs> here's all like the clones of each other with their Sunday hats and everything, their little dainty gloves. And I'm like, oh, that would creep me out too. Yeah, well, check, so, check, yeah. check back with her in four months and see if she feels the same. Right, <laughs> right. She's next on the chopping block, uh-huh. I guess. But. No, but yeah, I felt bad for her. I'm like, get out of there, go, run, leave your husband. Like, yeah, this is a whole clearly, a whole different kind of get out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, we also don't know because it does it does leave us with questions as far as what the process is, and also, and that, that's I think that's good. But, you know, not everything is handed to you on a platter. But like, do right. do the robot ladies know that they're robots, or do they think they're mm. normal? Like when they interact with each other, are they looking at them going, "Oh, you're a robot like me." You know? Yeah. Is that why they have conversations yeah. like that, or are they only just programmed to like just get be able to get by in conversation? Because you don't you don't need to talk to me otherwise. You have to get home and cook for me. Like you know, you don't need friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. do they know? I don't know. I th- I think it might be like a Furby situation <laughs> where they have like a set <laughs> programmable things to say, and it doesn't really matter who they're talking to. Right. They're just gonna say what they're gonna say, and then. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking it might be that with, you know, like basically, like I said, like a talking real doll. And then, you know, with the vocabulary of like a Furby, kind of what I got from it, which I kind of wish they would have an uprising like in uh, Westworld. Sure. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, like I said, I'm glad that they, I mean, they, they did the, they did do the re- one remake, but there's, there's a lot yeah. here that you could do if you wanted to do a TV show, like for the kids. The kids yeah. are going to notice. Kids aren't stupid. Yeah. They're going to notice that their mom is not the how she was last week. Last time we right. saw you, you were not like this. So how do you right. deal with that? You know, then do you do, so, do you replace the kids next? Yeah. Because they're, maybe you know, there's a lot to go maybe, on. Because I, I thought, um, I thought he did say, I think it was Diz. Um, he said, you know, like, oh, and your children would be perfect too. And it's like, and then it got me thinking about um, Carol's kid. She was like dressed to the nines and she wasn't really acting like that. That rambunctious. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, she was just kind of like prim and proper and everything. And then when Joanna discovered everything, it was just a recording of her kids saying, Mommy, mommy, and everything. Because of course she's going to go running if she hears one of her kids like calling for her. Oh, you're right. Where the fuck I forgot. are the kids? I forgot that, and I, they are replacing the kids because there's also the scene right. the first day of school when she goes to put the kids on the school bus. All yeah. the kids on the school bus are dressed like all, the kids. all fancy, except for them. Not saying anything. And Walter has a line later when they're having an argument, and it's a shitty, it's like the shittiest moment of him arguing really with her, shitty. where he's like, you're worried about all this stuff. Meanwhile, my kids are running around looking like ragamuffins and urchins. Why aren't they dressed better and all this stuff? Like Almost like you're doing a yeah. bad job as a mother. Because all the other right. kids are like perfect little, they've already replaced the kids too. And they don't even, they don't even yeah. talk about that. They don't even mention it in the movie. It's just a thing that's happening no. in the background. So much so that I didn't even think about it till just now. Right. That's clever. No, yeah. Good. Fuck, this movie is good. That, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just, and 
they kind of threw you for a loop when she was going to the um, psychiatrist because when Bobby was like, oh, there's something, something in the water, something in the water. I'm changing the way I say H2O because my New Jersey accent is water. <laughs> so sure. anyway, there was a shot of a rat. I think it was a dead rat yeah. in the pond when they're walking outside. So that throws you for a loop too. Of like, oh yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is like the drinking water. Who knows? I felt that was very clever too. Like just to keep you guessing mm-hmm. until the end, where you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> no one's safe here. And I think maybe even the psychiatrist too might have been changed because she said, oh, I'm going away for a couple days. So check back in on me in a couple days. And what happened to Bobby? She went away for a couple of days. Charmaine went away for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden, yeah, maybe that <laughs> that could be. I kind of, I guess, I kind of took that more as like the psychiatrist isn't going to be around for her to talk to the rest of the week, so she's totally on her yeah. own now. She doesn't right. have outside help. Is kind of more yeah. what I took from that because she doesn't live in Stepford and. Oh yeah, true. So, okay, yeah. Well, who knows? It, it could be either way. But it got me so paranoid. <laughs> Well, and I was like, yeah, trust it's a, no one. It's a very paranoid movie in the best possible yeah. way. And that yeah. is that everyone is the Stepford Wives from 1975. If you've only ever heard of it and never seen it, I mean, we just spoiled the shit out of it. But hope, hopefully yep. my listeners are watching the movie before if they're interested rather than listening to this first. But if you haven't seen it, great, great movie. Go watch it. It's on yes. Tubi. It is that time in the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be pressing the magic button now next week's movie is well we're staying in 1975 nice a a boy and his dog from 1975 (laughs) starring a very young don johnson i have seen this uh it is a post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie based on a harlan ellison story as i recall it is basically fallout 3 with 500 percent more rape so not great. Oh man, not great. Uh, I remember not liking yeah, it. No. <laughs> so mm. the I, you wouldn't think. Can't see, blame you. <laughs> seeing as my movies, seeing as how my movies are chosen completely at random, uh, mm. out of ninety episodes now, the number of movies that I've had that center very much around rape uh, is disturbing mm. to me. This will be the fifth, yeah. or, fifth or sixth one out of ninety. Jesus, that's mm. not great. And I don't like talking no. about it. I'm fucking sick and tired of talking wow. about it in movies. But here we go again. Next week, yes. everyone, that's your homework. A boy and his dog. It is on Tubi and Amazon Prime. So mm. go watch that, I guess. <laughs> that's where we'll be for next week. Uh, <laughs> where can people like. find you, ma'am? Socials and, well, and whatnot. And your podcast, of course. Yes. Um, you can find me on the Slasher app at That Horror Witch. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. Same name there, because I decided to make it easier on everyone. You can find me, my podcast, at Harwich, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify, Podbean, wherever you want to get your podcasts. And I also, um, I just did a great episode on Idle Hands. It's with a lack of script. I went on solely by my memory, and I have to give a shout out to the wonderful molly oblivion who is final girl friday and she helped me edit my episode because i was having technical difficulties so check her out on all the socials she's on 
Apple Podcasts too, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Excellent, excellent. I am, as always, at HeathLambert78. On Twitter, the show is That's So Random P2. The show has an email address, that's so random pod at gmail.com for all of your complaints and grievances. Uh, artwork, <laughs> artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher as well, I believe. I am also, for those who missed missed it, uh, the now the co-host of a, another podcast called Midwest Movie Maniacs that is strictly horror movies that uh, should have my fourth episode out by now but he speaking of technical difficulties my uh my co-host on that is having real internet problems so only one episode has come out but we've banked like three others so they will come nice. out at some point our uh we we did a we did a what was supposed to be a real fresh the day after fresh hot takes on the new texas chainsaw massacre movie and that was over a month ago and it's still not out yet so our fresh takes aren't so fresh anymore but sooner, sooner or later that'll come out. So if you aren't sick of my voice yet, you can find me over there as well. Otherwise, I think that will do it. Big, big thanks for being here to my guest, Christy. Go check out her you podcast. Know. It's fun. And uh, I think that will do it for this week. On behalf of myself and her, everybody have a good week. And we'll see you back here next week for a boy and his dog. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.